Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Yesterday was Lauren's birthday, and so we decided to go have a really fun time here in Vegas. We Ubered our way around, and I took her to this lounge high up in the sky with this absolutely breathtaking view of the city below, and we had some great cocktails there, and then we made our way across town to this old-fashioned, dimly lit bar where we had more craft cocktails and fine food and excellent service, and uh, they brought out a nice birthday surprise dessert at the end, and it was just a, a really wonderful time, and it's so nice to be in a, you know, a, an entertainment city like Las Vegas when you want to go out and celebrate something special, but whenever... Lauren's birthday rolls around, it reminds me that it's the beginning of, really, the birthday season. I mean, just over the past few days, uh, numerous other friends have had birthdays. Uh, C. Eric Scott and uh, Tad McDivitt. And so all these birthdays, they start kicking in when the fall is about to arrive. And the fall is a big birthday season. I mean, at least it is among people I know. It starts in late September, and it goes all the way through early November. And October is just jam-packed with birthdays, including my own. My birthday is October 25th, so it's pretty close to Halloween. But I have friends who were born on Halloween. Uh, well, for example, Dr. Mulder, his birthday is Halloween. People you know, born right around Halloween, like Missy Hill. I, I don't even want to start naming all the people I know who have birthdays that are in October. And, of course, when I sat down years ago and tried to figure out why that was, all I did was count back nine months, and I was like, hmm, it's pretty close to Valentine's Day. Maybe that's an explanation. So this is the big birthday season kicking in, and it's a fun time to have a birthday because people are in a festive mood when the fall comes around. There's always some kind of a festival whether they're having you know an Oktoberfest and drinking beer, or somebody's having a Halloween party, or you know there's some kind of harvest thing going on, people love to party in the fall, and as they should, because that's the idea. You have one blast hoorah in there before the winter kicks in, and things are going to become miserable for everyone. But when the fall kicks in, it also is the beginning of the time when people start experiencing more paranormal phenomena and I get asked this question every year is there actually more paranormal activity in the month of October leading up to Halloween and the answer is yes and in my opinion it's a combination of uh, of at least a couple of things probably more like three three things Um, well for one thing here in the United States all of a sudden in most places the air is getting much much drier And so that allows these electrostatic charges to build up and start crackling. And these are things that we associate with how paranormal phenomena manifest. Secondly, of course, we know that in this part of the world, uh, the Earth is shifting away from the sun, going deeper into the cold blackness of space. And... What happens when you're in the cold blackness of space? Yes, I know you want me to say, no one can hear you scream. 
but actually what happens is you're farther away from the sun and when you're farther away from the sun these energy fields that are usually much more subtle become sort of magnified and more distinctive and noticeable um, and that's because they are not being bombarded by the electromagnetic noise from the sun's radiation so it's kind of like turning on a flashlight during the day okay if you go outside during the day and you turn on a flashlight it doesn't seem to be making much of a difference it doesn't make much of an impact you don't even notice it but you go outside at night and you turn on the flashlight well now it's like a shining beacon and the flashlight hasn't changed but your ability to notice the flashlight has certainly changed and in some way you could also say the the physical environment is now changed because those photons are more powerful compared to the environment coming from that flashlight when it's dark than they would be compared to the sun's rays but i think you know certainly the third thing is the mindset that people are in people start paying more attention and they start looking for spooky things they're watching scary movies they're looking at scary halloween costumes and they start thinking about the macabre side and the the the, the spooky creepy side of life and so they just become more aware of it their attention shifts so there are a number of reasons that um that this time of year we're going into now is a more paranormally active time of year and I have talked a lot about this in the past and I'm not going to dig too much deeper in it now but I will tell you this at least once a week I get an email from somebody who needs help saying I have some spirit that is harassing me and I, I need this thing to be exercised or busted or whatever and then when October kicks in it goes up to two or three of these coming in per week and I, I got one today as a matter of fact that I want to read to you and uh, and then I'm going to tell you how I handle this sort of thing when when you know you're in a situation where you have to deal with it on such a regular basis and by the way when I was doing my George Norrie event there in Asheville uh, when was that last month yeah um, at the end of the George Norrie event everybody gets to come out and line up and go by and individually meet the speakers and you know shake their hand have a picture taken get an autograph and there was one fella who came up to me in in line and uh, he said you know I listen to coast to coast all the time and I read all these books and he goes I email experts all the time and he says, you're the only one who will email me back. <laughs> and uh, that really meant a lot to him. And I, I said, well, you know, hey, that's what I am interested in. You know, it's like I I have a feeling a lot of people out there, um, they either are just trying to hawk a product or whatever, and that's their main concern, or they just do this kind of stuff, this kind of research on the side. It's not their main gig. And for me, I mean, this is my life's passion and my life's work is doing paranormal research and investigation and experimentation. This is what I like doing. I get so many emails that it is impossible 
physically impossible for me to answer every one, but I do my best. Even if I just hit reply and say, hey, thank you very much, you know, it, it's an acknowledgement and that means something. And so I really do read every one of these emails that come in and, um, and I do my best to give some kind of a reply and I really try to help people. So here is this email that came in today. I'm not going to give the person's name. I'm just going to read this as it's written. Hi, my name is blank. And I am reaching out to you on a very serious situation I've been dealing with for the last three years straight. I am getting harassed by spirits 24-7, and I can actually feel them attaching to me. They enter through my ear and through my feet, and I can actually feel something on my lower back by the tailbone area. I also get pinpricks all over my body and it feels like they are watching me all the time. When they latch on to me, which is often, they make noises wherever I am at and cause all types of disturbances. I now have company staying with me and they make the noises around him also. I really want to put an end to this and I have been searching for help so long. And every time I reach out to someone for help, it gets blocked. Either someone in their family will get sick, or something would come up, or either they would pass me off to someone else that would end up doing nothing to help me. They are very nefarious and sneaky also. I say this because I did have a paranormal group come by once, but none of them were psychic or could see beyond the veil, so the presence just hid while they were there and then came right back. So is there anything you could do to possibly help me? Thanks. Okay, so let me just tell you a, a, a few things right off the bat. And again, I'm not going to get into depth here uh, regarding how you could handle this sort of stuff. Um, for one thing, I've always been an expert in looking at the physical environment. I am not a ghostbuster. I am not an exorcist. And you really should not send me the request for help because I'm not I'm I'm not a, a therapist or something like that. I just I I that's not my goal in life. That's not what I do. What I do is try to study these things and experiment, but I'm not trying to help people get rid of this activity. That's just not my cup of tea. Physically, and I've written about this in books like How to Hunt Ghosts, um there are things you can do to change the environment, rearranging the uh, furniture or appliances or running a humidifier, uh, which changes the amount of moisture in the air, which changes how these things can interact with us, uh, rearranging mirrors, making sure you don't have two mirrors facing each other. I mean, there's a list of things like that you can do. Um, there are ways of dealing with this magically because ultimately you know magic is based upon ritual and ritual affects the mind and the mind affects the body and the environment and so there are people who might specialize in a ritualistic way of dealing with this um or radionically i mean plenty of people have these issues and they get wishing machines and they use the wishing machine to either either create in some cases or stop paranormal activity and of course dr Mulder and i have done some really interesting experiments over the years enhancing 
paranormal phenomena, ghosts and UFOs using wishing machines. Um, in my paranormal investigator course, my online course, one of the things I talk about is the simplest method that works in many, many cases. Just get, get some guts and face this thing and say, get out. This is my house. Get the hell out of here. And you have to take some dominance and treat it as if it's it's some unwanted dog or or you know some stray that's come onto your property and you're trying to scare it away and tell it to get out of it. You treat it that way. Um, I, and that is one of the things that I do get into in, in my online course, which, by the way, you can learn a lot more about if you go to warreninstitute.com. People have taken this all over the world, love it. You can sit right there at your own pace in your own home and take an incredible course from me through warreninstitute.com. But here's the problem. Um, most of the time, when these people contact me, like this person right here, I get the feeling that this person is not in the mood to really be educated. If I were to say, well, go read my book, or you go do this, or you, why don't you try that, then they're going to have to go and do something for themselves. What they really want is, is someone to come in and help them someone to come riding in on a white horse and take care of this problem for them. And you know what? I have seen that work many, many times. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend that I know how all this stuff works. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's a mystery. But I have seen people come in and help those. And so, for example, you have this person who just wrote me saying, well, I did have a paranormal group come by, but none of them were psychic or could see beyond the veil. So... This person obviously believes that there is such a thing as psychic ability and that some people have that ability and they need that ability to see beyond the veil to see what's going on. So therefore, instead of me writing this person and saying, well, read this book or take this course or try this, I said, here's what I recommend you do. And, and this is what I say so often. I say, I recommend you contact my friend, psychic Angela Moore, who lives in western North Carolina. And I know in this person's email, they, they were saying, well, you know, I get passed off. All that. Well, sorry, you know, I mean, you're, you're asking me, and here's what I think you should do. I think you should talk to Angela Moore. And, and by the way, Angela has no idea that I'm leaving this podcast. She hasn't asked me to do this. This is not some kind of a commercial for her. I'm just telling you, of all the people that I've met throughout my long career here investigating the paranormal stuff, I have met just a handful of people that I would consider real psychics. And of those people, I think Angela is the one who is best suited to deal with this type of a situation where someone says, I'm, I'm feeling harassed or attacked, or, you know, there's some kind of a presence here of, of a spiritual nature that needs to go. And I'm telling you, I met Angela Moore, uh, I don't even know, I've, I'm sure I've known her at least 20 years. And uh, she actually,
actually had a radio program at the same station where I did Speaking of Strange for a while. It was called the Hillbilly Psychic. And that's because people lovingly and affectionately referred to her as the Hillbilly Psychic because she lives, like I say, in the mountains in a very rural part of western North Carolina. And uh, she is just such a nice, genuine person. Um, And my understanding is, I I don't know if it's still this way, but she used to say, like, I will not charge. I will not charge for you to use you know for for if you want my services i won't charge but i'll take a donation and that sounds absolutely fair and reasonable i think by all standards so anyway um i tell people all the time go go connect with angela moore if you're having this kind of a problem so consider this a public service announcement i'm going to tell you right now how you can connect with angela moore for one thing her website is angela hyphen more.com let me spell that for you the first name is angela a-n-g-e-l-a typical spelling of angela then we have hyphen there and then the, the name more is spelled m-o-o-r-e m-o-o-r-e that's angela hyphen more.com that's her website and here is her email address her email address is AngelaVision at Yahoo.com. AngelaVision at Yahoo.com. That's how you can contact Angela Moore directly if you feel like that you have something of a spiritual nature that is bothering you or tormenting you. And uh, if you especially are looking for somebody who, who, who has a gift, who has a sensitivity I mean, I have been around her before when she has just pulled stuff out of the air that nobody could believe, you know, information that she can get. I've seen people burst into tears because she's been so dead on accurate. And look, I I know how to cold read. I know what so many of these people, magician types are doing. I think there are a lot of psychics out there who believe they're really psychic when actually they fooled themselves because they are just really talented cold readers but they themselves don't even realize that they think they're being psychic and in fact the other day Lauren and I were watching a rerun of South Park where they were very harshly and uh, brutally um, criticizing and satirizing John Edward who, of course, was quite popular at one time with his show Crossing Over, and and the whole thing was comparing him to a cold reader. So, look, I understand that there are people out there who can use some very, uh, really simple techniques, frankly, uh, in order to to make it look like they're getting some information that, that they should not be able to access. But I've seen Angela do that before and uh I'm in a way that I'm like that's not a cold read you know and there are I've seen a couple other people do that as well uh like I've you know I've mentioned before uh psychics Karen Reese and uh Laura Lee I mean they have blown my mind uh but I've seen so many more that have not so many more that have not so if you're having that kind of a problem or if you have that kind of a problem where you feel like you need some exorcism, some ghost busting, whatever, um, I I recommend that 
you first off look into techniques that you can use yourself. And again, you can read my book, How to Hunt Ghosts, where I talk about that. Um, I've talked about it on previous podcasts. You can go back and find probably a podcast from last October where I get into more specifics on how to prevent activity doing little things like running a humidifier in your house or making sure two mirrors are not facing each other. But if but if you are in a situation where you really feel like you need a psychic to help you out, then contact Angela Moore. That's my advice to you. So uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a very active October, very paranormally active fall. And that's going to be fun for me to just uh, see see what happens, to get the stories rolling in. This will be my first October spent here in the Vegas area. And so who knows what's going to happen. I can tell you one thing. Lauren and I were discussing the fact that the most Halloween-y place that we've ever spent Halloween has been in Asheville, North Carolina. Now, I know there have got to be more Halloween-y places like Salem, Massachusetts, or probably New Orleans and some places like that. But Asheville is such a, just a great traditional, like old school Appalachian superstitious place where people are partying and they're running around with costumes on. And I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it looks the way that uh, a neighborhood looks in a Halloween movie, you know. Um, if you're going to be in the Asheville area, you got to take a haunted Asheville ghost tour. It's our busiest season right now. All through the end of October, the busiest season, we sell out like crazy. So um, if you want uh, to, to get a ticket guaranteed, you better make your reservation now through hauntedashville.com. And it's kind of funny for me to be thinking about how there must be that kind of crisp coolness in the air in Asheville starting to kick in soon the leaves will be changing color and falling off the trees and yeah the next thing I'm focused on is Los Angeles because I'm doing my big event coming up now in just a couple of weeks there October the 13th it's a Saturday in Los Angeles it's a one-time only event the last time I'm going to do this it's the first and last time I'm going to do an event like this in Los Angeles um, due to my upcoming travel schedule and other other projects. Uh, just sold another ticket, as a matter of fact. Uh, just saw another ticket sale come in. If you want to join me, if you want to hang out with me, if you want to meet me and learn about things that are going to blow your mind, go to joshuapwarren.com right now. Go to joshuapwarren.com. And at the top, you'll see yellow letters that say, click here for the Los Angeles event or something like that. And when you click there then you'll be able to um, get all the information. You'll see some updated video from me, and uh, you'll learn about what I'm going to do that's very special for everybody who comes to my event in Los Angeles. And it's going to be a small group, less than 50 people total. Less than 50 people. That's pretty amazing. So all that and more at joshuapwarren.com. You'll also find a link there to this podcast. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short. It's always free. You can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So, more to come soon, my friends. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon. <laughs>